What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Film Junkie Live on your Tuesday. What is it? September 21st. That's right. What's happening, guys? Thank you all for clicking in, of course. What's going on? Who's out there? We got some people out there already. Yep. Uh, already talking about stuff, huh? huh? Restore, huh? A little bit of that. More cavil. Yeah. Hopefully, he won't be doing that. That garbage garbage I haven't gotten it yet no I'm actually gonna be uh, ordering the trilogy so I haven't gotten it yet yep I know I know how much you love me Jacob I know thumbs up to you too Tyler good to see ya what's going on Scotty good to see ya we got of course uh, Fear Jason Fear Jason always good to see you what's going on Jesse whoa whoa here we go what are we doing we got the big balls on <laughs> yeah look at the big balls on Dave going on superior going down Tim we got mom film junkie here hi mom hi yeah it's, uh, sold 300 copies of the Walmart near me that's pretty cool big boy in the morning huh all right big boy in the morning how you doing there lock zoo how you doing happy Tuesday good to see you mind skate get the mind ahoy ahoy mr. Jason always good great to see you yo what is happening coming out everything other Dodgers, huh? <laughs> Giants didn't play yesterday. Were they playing the Padres? Hopefully they should be good, but they're going to be playing in San Diego tonight. What's going on, JD? Good to see you. Yo, what is up, Jared? Yes. And my nuts. Yes, they're secure in my pants. Don't worry. Northman, how you doing? Let's get nuts. What's going on, Jane Jane? Yes. There we go. Everybody saying hi to each other. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hi, Ivan. How you doing? Good to see ya. Okay. Is that mask on your wall? Yes, that is the mask on the wall. That is uh, the mask of Loki right there on the wall. I can only put it on at night, though, right? That's what happened. That's what they say, right? I use mask as a metaphor. A metaphor. Great movie. Great movie, right? They, they, they need to make the real mask, though. They need to make the real mask. Snyderverse is coming. It's, it's already been here. It's just kind of fizzled down a little bit, but, you know, it's still very much. You made it, Eddie. You made it. You're good. You're good. Hello, darling. Hello. Hope all right if you follow the Steelers and the Rams. Well, that's good. How's that one-game lead popping champagne like y'all won? Well, like, like the Dodgers didn't pop champagne when they clinched either? Come on. It's all about the clinch. It's all about the clinch. Don't worry. I think we'll be all right. I think they'll be all right. Don't speak. Don't speak of the. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know what happened with your Padres, man. They, it was it was like a three way thing that was happening over here in the West. And then all of a sudden they just started shitting the bed. I plan on watching it whenever it comes out. I didn't get an I didn't get a screener for it, but I know a lot of people were talking about it today. They were doing the reviews. So and a lot of great reviews, which is good. Christian, good to see you. How you doing? Yes. Uh, yeah, fire them, fire them people. I don't know about Walter, though. I wonder if Walter is going to, I mean, I think Ann and Toby are definitely going to be out, but who knows? What's going on, Shamagic? How's it going, bud? Good to see you as always. Yeah, same thing that happens every year since 07. Sure, 
Evening, Vanimation. Good to see you too. All right. Everybody making their way in, all that stuff. Appreciate it. Make sure you smash that like, thumbs up. Subscribe. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. And of course, if you want to join, you want to become a member, do so. You get some members only vlogs as well as live streams. Every Tuesday, I do a live stream just for the members after post show, live stream. Pick my brain a little bit, see what happens. You know, do all that stuff. And then, of course, uh, if you want to join the Patreon, there's that too. And you can participate in the Patreon stream, see what I'm working on, get some uh, other little goodies right there. And, of course, the Film Junkie Closet is also down below. If you want to get shirts, merchandise, all that stuff, you can get this shirt right there. This shirt's down there, which is, you know, an idea I had because it's got that lovely Batman 89 logo. I have yet to read the next the next issue of uh, Batman 89. I bought it. I bought it on Thursday. Still have yet to read it. To tell you what, I need, to, I need to make more time to read things. That's for sure. That's what I need to do. Yeah, so, yeah, hoo-hoo, yeah, OnlyFans stream happening right after this. Of course, of course, of course, so, yeah, we'll do that after this. It'll be, that's always fun to talk to you guys, chat with you privately with you guys. Um, you know, there's some interesting stuff that's been happening today, but, uh, yeah, there's all that, so. Day was pretty good, you know, the struggles of what I'm working on on daytime work. Getting a little better, getting just a little bit better. Make it to breakthroughs. Not, I make it sound like I'm curing a disease. No, I'm just making breakthroughs in the project I'm working in. It's still a pain in the ass, but hey, you know what can you do? I haven't been. I haven't wanted to, uh, you know, run headfirst into a wall this week quite yet. So that's always a good thing. Other than that, nice little normal day, and uh, yeah, normal little Tuesday. So yeah, we'll be talking about, of course, this uh, new article that came out from uh, David Zaslav talking about the strategy. Strategery, the strategy of um, of what they plan on doing, Discovery and Warner Media, when it comes to streaming, all that stuff. So we'll be uh, diving into that, much discussion about that, and of course talk about the new rumor about the Batman, which is kind of like a duh rumor, but you know what can he do? It's still something, right? And then uh, and then uh, what was the other topics? Jeez, I don't even know. Um, oh yeah, Daniel Craig, Daniel Craig, you know. Some of the headlines, were, I think they were kind of going for, is he going to get canceled? But it's just stuff that we've already been talking about. But, you know, he, he got asked again, so, of course, he was going to express his opinion. And then, of course, Disney Plus announces Disney Plus Day. Not like it's anything too special, but I have a little rant that I'm going to be uh, talking about when it comes to that. So we'll see what happens with all that. So minimize that. And uh, But, yeah, right now, let's start off the show by what I always like to start off, of course, is going through the tweets. I make sure I got my tweets open here. All right. All right. Let's go through the tweets. See what happened in the Twitter world today. Of course, a lot of things happen. Hey, we have some Batman Forever Pepsi cans right here. Ooh. Yeah, man. They, they were promoting the absolute shit out of this movie. I tell you what. This and Batman and Robin. I mean, they just did so much when it came to Bat. What does that say? Bat and Mobble? Something, I don't know. I don't really remember these cans, though, when uh, when it came out. I wasn't too sure about that. Wasn't too sure. But uh, um, right here, uh, hey, I, I just watched the uh, Rogan podcast with Yanmi. Yanmi? Yan? I can't remember. I could say her first name, of course. Park, as a guest. Pretty interesting, crazy story that she had. She escaped. She had 13 years old. She escaped North Korea. So it was uh, it was an interesting podcast. I wanted to hear what she had to say about that. And yeah, if you guys haven't watched yet, please do because her story is pretty awesome. 
And uh, yeah, it's just kind of funny because when you talk about, when we see where we uh, things happening that are currently still happening over there and we complain about, you know, Twitter and stuff, it's kind of, kind of makes you, puts things in perspective. That's pretty, for damn sure. She literally was born into slavery and escaped it as a young as a young one so yeah pretty interesting story very good and uh well people over here call her a bigot and stuff like that it's pretty awesome because they you know she doesn't share all the same opinions always fun you gotta love it over here sometimes right my god and then speaking of okay so <laughs> um my first thought about this right here so this is at the the t-mobile stadium over in seattle for the mariners right so fans Bring their dogs to bark at the park night in Seattle Mariners stadiums. Stadium has the Simba cam where people hold up their dogs Lion King style for a chance to be featured on the uh, Jumbotron. So we have this. The first thing I'm thinking about is I feel sorry for the workers that have to clean the place up after this. Okay, it's already bad enough that human beings are slobs and they just leave all this shit everywhere. That's already bad enough. But could you imagine all these dogs at the at the at the ballpark? There's got to be some freaking yeah. There's going to be some logs left over, man. They got to be picking up dog shit and everything. Good lord, that seems like it would be much more of a pain in the ass than anything. But I just saw that. I was like, wow, that's got to be a pain in the ass to clean after that, man. Just a lot of dog shit everywhere, everywhere. And hey, guys, the Snyder Cut page on Twitter, it's at the 300K mark. So if you guys haven't uh, followed followed it yet, do it. I mean, of course, the movie already came out, or it's almost at the 300K mark. Get it over 300K if you haven't followed it already. I mean, I don't know how they were pretty damn active. They actually, I do have a little beef with this, with the, with the official, uh, uh, is it the official? Yeah, the official Zack Snyder's Justice League Twitter because they promised me a mother box with all the food in it. Never got it. So I'm not sure what happened, bastards. But I didn't want to complain because it was whatever. But yeah, since I took part in the whole fan premiere thing, they were going to send me over one of those mother boxes that had all the different food in it. And I was going to do like a whole video unboxing and everything, but never came. So, womp womp. Yeah, that kind of sucked. I was like, geez, come on, guys. What's up with that? And then it uh, looks like uh, Lucasfilm has a new PR head exclusive. We got Chris Coxel. I guess that's what his name is. Coxel. Chris Coxel. Going to be heading this right now. Disney's uh, Chris Coxel. I guess he's moving over to the Lucasfilm PR. Ouch. Is this after uh, is this after Marsha Lucas was like, hey, you know what? You guys are fucking shit in the bed. I don't know. We talked about that yesterday, but uh, he seems to be excited. Interesting. Hey, you know, you always wonder how somebody new and, you know, doing some other stuff for a company, if it's going to change some things. Cool. And then speaking of bad ideas, um, this is a bad idea. Pitch Perfect TV reboot. About Adam Driver's character Bumper is in development. Sweet! I like Adam Devine, but I liked it better when he was creating original content like Workaholics. Now he's just, alright, let's just ride more of the Pitch Perfect franchise. Cool. Now, now Adam, just can, can, can you just like make some more original funny stuff? No? Okay. That's fine. It's fine. Anybody else... When they hear Adam Devine and like when he talks and stuff like him and Jack Black should play like father and son. Don't they have like similar like mannerisms and they sound the same? 
I've always said that. I've always thought that. It's like Adam Devine and Jack Black should play father and son in some kind of movie. I always thought that. Uh, this is pretty funny right here. Because fuck Machine Gun Kelly. I don't know what the fascination with this guy is. Uh, I liked him as Tommy Lee in that, in that, in that um, well, whatchamacallit movie. Um, um, yeah, I can't even think of the, the, the band's name right now. Um, Machine Gun Kelly, a 31-year-old adult who dyed his tongue black, bashes Slipknot for wearing masks. Yeah, this guy right here. I mean, yes, he's currently boning Megan Fox, but that's just gross. It's not going to last. That's all just gross puppy loves weird shit, and they like to lick each other's tongues in public. But I'm like, what is the fascination with this guy? But yeah, the only thing I liked him in was, uh, yeah, The Dirt, Motley Crue, when he played Tommy Lee. That was pretty good. I, I enjoyed it, but and I thought he did a fair, fairly good job. But ever since anything I've ever else I've seen him in, I'm like, what is the what is the fascination with this guy? Okay, people seem to love him and hate him. Okay, interesting. Fine. Happy birthday to Dave Coulier, man. Uh, he was uh well, I mean, obviously we know that he was uh, on fa- uh, a Full House, of course, but he did also voice Peter Vakeman in the uh, the cartoon series, not. Not the whole time. It was seasons three and seven, which was always interesting. He did a good job of mimicking the voice that was prior to that. Uh, but it's just kind of funny, too, because happy birthday to Bill Murray today, too, who also pay- played Peter Vakeman. So interesting little correlation right there. So not too bad. What's going on, Michael? How you doing, bud? Uh, Guillermo del Toro estimates he's written 20 unmade scripts that each takes six to 10 months of work. So roughly 16 years gone, just experience and skill improvement. So that's good. See, this just shows you right here, guys. Del Toro has about 16 years of work that has not seen the light of day, but yet he's not complaining about it because what? It was honing his skills. So when the stuff that did come out, quality. So you gotta look at it like that. Not everything is gonna be a winner, okay? You know, like every stream that I do, it's not going to be a winner. Some of them maybe, but you know. Ooh, and then look at this, guys. So um, Bob Chapek, 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 he says that there is a uh, reset on talent deals uh, after the Scarlett Johansson's lawsuit. So basically the deals that are happening right now that are currently with Disney, they're, uh, they're looking at it differently because they fucked up. Yes, they definitely fucked up. Scarlett was definitely in the right, even though it's like, yes, Scarlett, you don't really need that extra. But yeah, but at the same time, she's promised what she was supposed to be promised when it came to the whole releasing the same day on Disney Plus. And then, of course, the box office. There's a bit of a reset that's going on right now. And ultimately, we'll think about that as we do our future talent deals. Yeah, you should be. You have a whole other service that's happening right now. This is what's going to have to be a whole thing. I mean, this is we we've witnessed the growing pains when it comes to streaming. And of course, we'll be talking a little bit more about it. But we've been talking about it forever. It seems like now, especially on vodka streams and whatnot. We had a pretty, you know, we had a pretty good debate that was happening. Well, when it came to the demands of uh, a certain director, Christopher Nolan, of course, that was the main uh, the debate that happened last week, last Friday on the vodka stream. But, you know, when it comes to streaming, it's like you have to take an account for this, too, because they used to like these the talent used to get that back end box office. Now, with the box office not so strong, you're going to be re- releasing on streaming service. Guess what? You got to add that within it. That was the whole thing about, of course, I think when when HBO Max 
came to be and all that stuff was going on. Uh, Patty Jenkins, Gal Gadot, they were like kind of going, well, what the hell? Wonder Woman 84 was going to be the first one. What's going on with all that? And I think they got an extra like $10 million or something like that. So, yep, studios are going to have to start looking into this right now and uh, making sure that they're paying their talent off just right. Yes. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy when you think about the box office, the percentage of the box office they get on the back end, especially, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. did the best, obviously. I think he was like, he had a good chunk of the box office uh, when it came to the Avengers movies. So he was, you know, he just, guy, I mean, my God, guy just totally got, but then you got people like Keanu Reeves who took some chunks from the box office and what does he do? He donates it to very various charities and shit like that because he's Keanu Reeves. He's like the, the most beautiful human being alive when it comes to stuff. He doesn't need you don't need all them riches, but yeah. So more studios, you're gonna start hearing more about this kind of stuff because obviously you gotta you gotta take an, uh, an account for the uh, the streaming services out there. So good on them. Stop dropping the ball, Disney. <laughs> Jeez. Oh Lord. Uh, we're gonna talk about the Dark Knight Rises again. We don't need to talk about the Dark Knight Rises. And hey, guess what? Can we stop talk? Can we stop asking Charlie Cox? on whether he's going to be in Spider-Man No Way Home. Because, again, look what he has. I mean, he has to answer the question again that is he in it. And this is what, um, this is what he had to say when it comes to the rumored uh, appearance in there. <laughs> uh, do you know what I mean? So I just, I, I'm, my answer is I, I've no, I, I, I'm, no comment. I don't know what's going to happen. I genuinely don't know. I also, you know, like, um, if there was a chance of that happening in the future... I don't want to say something that could potentially jeopardize those. Oh, chances, he's feeling that you know, tingle in the back of his neck. That's Kevin Feige. High up in Marvel, maybe they see this stuff, or they hear what I say, or blah blah blah, or and maybe that influences it. I don't know. I, I have no idea. But I, you know, I I I, I don't. Find, I, I love how passionate the fans are, and I feel very 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 touched that so many of them have gone online and made their voices heard about their desire for me to. Do you know what I mean? So I just, I, I'm, my answer so is... So there you go. He's a little bit like, uh, 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 uh. you know, let's face facts. When it comes to this question being asked to Andrew Garfield, Andrew Garfield, I guess you could say Andrew Garfield's maybe the slightly better actor because he does a great job at diverting and he already has seen things prepared. Seems like Charlie Cox is kind of just like, uh, 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 you know, he doesn't know exactly what to say. He even kind of said that he didn't know exactly what to say. So I guess we could pretty much say... He's in the movie, okay? He's in the movie. Are we going to see him as Daredevil? Who knows? But we might see a little bit Matt Murdock that's happening. We all we all know that Peter is in trouble. Who knows if he's going to be like his lawyer or something? I don't know. But it's going to be interesting. It all just kind of makes sense. But yeah, he definitely is stumbling there, Van. Yes, definitely stumbling. So it's like, come on. <laughs> I just feel sorry for these guys. I feel sorry for these guys. They're trying to promote other projects and they keep getting asked these questions. But it seems like Charlie needs to uh, he needs to like look look in the mirror and uh, start preparing some some answers because Andrew Garfield definitely has his an answers already ready to go. And he's just like, this is it. This is that. Blah blah blah. Man, these guys. They cannot wait till this movie comes out. They cannot wait till December because they just keep getting asked this question. My God, I'm sure they can't wait for December. Feel sorry for the guy, but you know, right there, I think we can uh, pretty much assume that yes, he will in fact be a part of the movie. Will he be in the Daredevil costume? I would probably think not. It's just going to be Murdoch. But hey, still be cool to see. 
It's expanding the world and the fact that they bring in the Netflix stuff. Let's just hope he just doesn't show up and he's like some random guy in a jail cell and his last name is, well, I mean, his, his real last name could be a dick joke too, okay? Just like Ralph Boner, they might as well just keep his last name if they wanted to keep the dick joke names going, you know, bringing somebody in from, from another uh, franchise and then just totally letting down your audience. Right, Disney? Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyways. All right. So then we got that. Hey, this is pretty cool. So Catherine Hahn, she, uh, she's going to be an executive producer and star as Joan Rivers in a Showtime limited series, The Comeback Girl. That'll be interesting. I love Catherine Hahn and I think, uh, I think she'd be uh, an excellent Joan Rivers. That's going to be interesting to see. I think she's going to nail that. I think she's definitely going to nail that. Yeah, we got that. Got all that. Talked about that yesterday. Hey, even uh, it's Stephen King's birthday. I did not realize he's 74 years old. Oh, man. Man, how many books does this man have, man? I'll tell you what. So, happy birthday to Stephen King. Stephen? Stephen? Jack Stephen. Uh, Stephen King. Happy birthday to him. Master of Horror. If we see more, see, and this, I think I was talking about this yesterday too, when it came to that bat cow or yeah, I think I was talking about that or on one of the videos, everybody wants to be Batman, even the justice league and the director of the justice league wants to be Batman. Of course, that's pretty good. We got some new Funko pops with the diamond Batman right here. Look at that. Oh, so sparkly. Is that because Robert Pattinson is Batman? Huh? <laughs> Come on. That's the obvious joke, right? Oh, yeah, but you can get <laughs> you can get your uh, your diamond Batman right there at the DC uh, the DC comic shop. It's good stuff. We'll talk about that. Of course, there is that. We had some new posters uh, coming from last duel. I don't you know. I only retweeted the, uh, the Adam Driver poster. But yeah, they had all the main characters looking forward to this movie, too, from Ridley Scott starring, of course, Adam Driver, uh, Jodie Comer. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. So that's going to be good. And happy nine-year anniversary to End of Watch. If you guys have not watched David Ayer's End of Watch, do yourself a favor. This movie is great. I think this is one of his... This might be my favorite movie of his. I mean, directed. Obviously, he wrote Training Day, and that movie is just gold. Pure fucking gold. But this movie right here is really great. The chemistry between... Benya and uh, Hall are great, and the ending will just fucking rip your guts out. That's why, I, I mean, I, I'll watch this movie every now and again, but it's just, man, the ending just fucking rips your heart out. Just rips your heart out. So, great movie, though. Absolutely fantastic movie. I thought he did very good with that. Pure, yeah, cinema! Movie is great. Movie is great. It needs to be watched by a lot more. And hey, guys, so apparently, according to some of these uh, people out there, since The Flash is wrapping, I thought it might be a good idea to note, let, to let you know it's working under facial, fa- facial, facial productions. More to come in the next issue. But yeah, The Flash is apparently uh, wrapping up production, uh, uh, principal photography at the end of this week. There'll still be some second unit stuff that's going to be happening, but the main stuff is going to be uh, wrapped up. And we got Wayne T. Carr. Remember when Wayne T. Carr was on the Vodka Stream, that special Saturday edition of the Vodka Stream? And he talked about Macbeth. 
And now we got our first uh, trailer from Macbeth, and it looks great, from uh, Joel Cohen, of course, starring Denzel Washington and Francis McDermott. He, Wayne T. Carr, was like, you know, somebody on there that was helping everybody with the material because he was very familiar with the material because uh, being a theater actor and everything like that. So he got to work with all these people to uh, work on this movie. And this movie looks gorgeous. This movie looks absolutely gorgeous. Got the little black and white type filter and everything. I think this movie is going to be something pretty special right here. Can't go wrong with Denzel. Can't go wrong with Denzel. I will say that. And, uh, hey, breaking news, folks. The Taliban announced a list of deputy ministers failing to appoint any women doubling down on an all-male, all-Taliban government in Afghanistan. What? The Taliban is not being progressive enough, guys? Cancel them. Cancel them, okay? Associated Press, cancel them. The shock. The Taliban didn't want... Not a, they're not appointing any women. Not being progressive enough. I am shocked. Shocked, guys. Shocked. Look at my face. Shock. Pure shock. What the fuck were they even? Okay. <laughs> so much shocked. All right. Anyone? Uh, yeah. So I posted this today. I didn't know there's a director's cut of F9 that's going to be coming out. So yeah, posted about it. You know, I hear there's a lot more bicep action happening in it. I didn't know. I'm like, how much? What, what, what did they cut out in the fucking F9 movie? I don't know. Who knows? And thank you, uh, SSGR right here. He, uh, he took one of my images of when I posted uh, the shirts, the new shirts that are in the film Junkie Closet. And he, he put some legs on me. He put some legs on me. <laughs> this, is a, this is a really good edit right here. So he put me right in the middle of the, uh, the Heroes Park fight. So naturally, you, you, you guys know what I'd be asking him, right? I'd be like, hey, you want to discuss your comeback? You want to, hey, Superman. Superman, you want to discuss your return? On, on, I, I do a Friday stream called the Vodka Stream. You don't have to drink. You probably can't even get drunk. But hey, you want to discuss it? It's cool. Discuss for like an hour and then a panel comes in, you know? But yeah, good little edit right there. So I appreciate that. I mean, it looks like I, yeah, I, I, he did a really good job with that. I don't know whose legs those are, but they're definitely not my legs, but <laughs> it's still pretty good. Hello, no. Yeah. So, hey, we got Rolling Stone Brazil talking about some of the, the, the David Ayer images that he posted. So that's cool. Making, the, making it out there. This girl right here, Mary Elizabeth Kelly, she does very good impressions. If you guys haven't checked her out yet, she's kind of she kind of popped off a little bit. Her Drew Barrymore is amazing. A great day. Right, Jen? Yeah. Yes. She does really yes. good impressions. I love good impressions. You know that. So, And then uh, Fear Jason, I think because I talked about it yesterday, it inspired you to, because I, yeah, because I, you know, said like, oh, yeah, there's our, there's our Thomas Wayne Batman when it came to Zack Snyder posting, uh, posting with his cow. And, uh, yeah, you came through. Look at that. Added, added, the, uni added the, uh, the costume for it. So there you go. I like it. Good job here, Jason. Good job, Aaron, uh, Aaron Bailey right here, making a uh, Venom poster. That's pretty cool. Talented people out there. You got to love it. Sometimes I'm like, hire these people. Hire these people. And then you had David Ayer following up because people, you know, people were pushing back against his, you know, he was praising a little bit of Warner Brothers. So a lot of people were like, what the hell? And this person right here said, still looks like trash. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is somebody else, of course, pushing against. He said, agreed. You might, you have, you have a right to be angry. 
You never saw my Joker as intended. I'm so sorry for that. Hopefully soon, Dave. Hopefully soon we see the Joker you intended and all that. Hopefully. Hopefully soon. So, so there you go, guys. That was, uh, that was the tweets right there. That was the tweets right there. Uh, I should probably turn that off. Turn that off. We don't need the opening music anymore. Come on. But yeah, there you go. That was the uh, opening tweets right there. Uh, better post from the... I know, exactly. It's like fucking these studios need to hire some of these some of these just concept artists out there, you know? They do such better work. They do better work than the actual people they hire. Who knows who they hire sometimes. But that poster was pretty damn cool. Poster was really, really cool right there. So, all right, let's talk about this new article that came out. David Zasloff on Warner Media Streaming Strategy. Strategy. So this is interesting right here. He's kind of like, you know, there was I, apparently there was an investors conference that happened today. And of course, you got to make sure your investors are OK. They're the ones with the money. Man, it's such a what a weird what an interesting world we live in, huh? Don't we? You know, it's like it's the fans. It's it's us. It's us poor folks out here that are demanding this content. And then it's all up to the people creating the content or at least helping create the content to convince the people with all the money. <laughs> So then they can make the content for us poor folk over here. I guess that's the way you could put it. I don't know. Did I did I did I paint a, a good enough fucked up picture for you? Uh, hopefully I did. So yeah, this is a new article from THR. Uh, let's see. All right, let's go to this article right here. All right, Discovery CEO promises shock and awe streaming strategy after Warner Media merger closes. David Zaslav touted to an investor conference a fast rollout to get 200 million global sus- subscribers within three years or so. So he's promising them. I mean, this is the big thing. The fact that there's going to be more territories for HBO Max. Obviously, it's not going to happen overnight, but it is happening, of course. It's not just in the States anymore, which I'm glad for. But uh, yeah, he's like hoping for 200 million global subscribers. Discovery is preparing as much as possible for the planned merger with AT&T's WarnerMedia CEO David Zaslav said on Tuesday, highlighting that its success will depend on a strong Warner Brothers, which is key. He's the key to attracting the best talent and content and quickly rolling out the streaming strategy for the combined company. Kind of sucks that you lost Christopher Nolan though already. Already going in this thing without Christopher Nolan, which hopefully maybe they can get him back. Maybe they can get him back. Get rid of whoever fucking he bumped heads with and then maybe they can get him back. Who knows? While the, go-to, while the go-to marketing strategy for the merged company's streaming offerings has been decided, he said his team would only unveil it at a later point. So something tells me there's going to be some kind of, I don't know if they're going to do a private thing, but hopefully not reveal like an actual streaming thing. Who knows? Like the whole Disney Investor Day thing. Who knows? Hopefully we could see what's going on with that. But Zaslav promised a shock and all global strategy when you look at the menu and diversity of content offered and a fast rollout to get 200 million global subscribers within two to three years or so, given the global reach of Netflix and Disney+. Plus, We will do it quickly once we close. So he wants to hit the fucking ground running. That's good. We all know something you can, uh, you know, you know, 
add to that to the menu speaking during a virtual goldman sachs uh communicopia conference from los angeles he said he has been spending about two weeks a month out west to learn about the substantial history of warner <laughs> and its successes and to meet as many people as i can within the company to understand all the different points of view about where the industry is okay well that's kind of a good thing. Talk to Kylar a little bit more when it comes to streaming. Don't talk about, don't talk about, don't talk to those other people. They don't know shit. But he said he was also meeting people, including old friends from outside the company, because we also need to bring some more great people into the company or back. Bring people back. After the merger, describing a busy schedule, he said, this week I am meeting with over 50 people in the business. Also sharing that I met with Chuck Lowry, Lowry, the other day, after all, this business starts with great IP and terrific content. So he knows, he knows, great IP, terrific content. The Discovery CEO also shared that we did have an offside meeting for several days. We did have some real time with some of the, with some of the strong Warner leaders going through their business. Due to the rules for mergers, there were lawyers there. There were a lot that we couldn't see and that we couldn't talk about, but the company is preparing for a deal close as much as possible for the deal to close. Yeah, yeah, we got that. Touting Warner Media's content success, he mentioned he likes the likes of Ted Lasso and The White Lotus. Warner has some of the most explosive content in the world. True, he said at, at a dinner on Monday night. People are talking about White Lotus for a half an hour, episode by episode. See, he's looking at all this, guys. He's looking at what people are talking about hbo is getting stronger and stronger and generating cultural heat overall he said that while others other other hollywood giants are pickers of content warner warner's tv production arm is the strongest maker of television in the world and can sell content for a lot of money when there are several bidders for a lot of money or make it for the company's own platforms the planned mega merger of Discovery and AT&T's Warner Media is still on track to close during the first half of 2022. In early August, the company has reached, uh, yeah, when they talk about what just happened right there. Zaslav said last month, Discovery moving through the regulatory. Yeah, that's pretty much what we've already talked about right there, guys. So, hey, we got somebody with a plan. That's what I, that's... That's what I kind of looked at because there's some people that don't have a plan that are currently working right there. Sounds like uh, Mr. Zaslov has himself a plan. A plan. So what does this mean? Well, hopefully in about three years, four years, maybe you can get Christopher Nolan to come back. <laughs> like, hey, so you, 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 you went to, because, you know, looking at Christopher Nolan and what he's been doing, it's like, okay, you went to the whole, okay, you're doing your biopic, right? All right, that's cool. Universal, fine. All right, so now you have an original idea, right? Original idea, mind fuck of an idea that you're going to do. Come back over here. Come on. We got you. We got you. And then also, too, hey, Zach, remember that uh, those ideas you had for, you know, this this big IP that we, we currently have? Hey, can we... uh. Can you uh, bring some of that back here? Can we please? Huh? huh? And then, you know what? <laughs> you know, what? one of the thoughts I had today when it came to Zach and everything, because, you know, obviously, and again, I mean, I don't care where you stand on this whole thing. I mean, if the uh, the restoration of the Snyderverse would be announced tomorrow, 
if Zach was actually going to be coming back and doing any of that stuff, it wouldn't happen for another three, four, maybe five years. That's something that every fan would have to accept. But if he decided to be like, hey, okay, well, I'll just kind of be in it. But hey, use my stuff. Here's what I uh, set up. But then what if what, what if he uh, what if um, the deal that was sweetened was uh, the fact that, you know, Zach has expressed that he always wanted to do a live action full on Dark Knight Returns, you know? What if he was promised that later on in the future? You know, that'd be that'd be pretty sweet. And goddamn, what? And then, and then, of course, I'm going like, well, what if, you know, Cavill and Ben Affleck came back for that? I don't know if that would be the case, but it'd be interesting. But I'm just saying, like, you know, he's you could tell that Zach was still all about doing that. And I wonder if, like, you know, if he doesn't come back right away, because obviously he's happy over in Netflix Would that, like, kind of sweeten the deal. It's like, hey, can we use your stuff you can be like a little bit hands-on. You don't have to direct, but we use your stuff. And then when you want to come back, we'll give you Dark Knight Returns. That'd be pretty sweet. I still want to see that. I want to see that. When Zach talked about how he would love to do a live-action uh, full-on Dark Knight Returns, I'm like, yeah, that'd be sweet. That'd be sweet. Um, you know, they did tweak some things and stuff, you know. But, yeah, but it all sounds good. It's just the fact that uh, they already did that with – no, 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 no. <laughs> I said a full-on live-action Dark Knight Returns. Not just take a little bit from it. Thomas, come on. That's what I meant, okay? It's not, I mean, BVS is not Dark Knight Returns. Yes, it's got the fight between Superman and Batman in the armored suit and some elements of it, yes. But I'm talking about he wants to do the full-on story with the mutants and everything, Carrie Kelly, all that stuff. Okay, not just little, 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 a little chunk, a little tiny little chunk of it, just small little chunk of it. Have all the characters in there. Have your Oliver, have your Selena's, have your everybody in there. That's what I'm talking about. So, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Not, not, not what was happening there. So, but, so, it would be interesting though, because if, I mean, if anybody could do that movie live action, it definitely could be Zach. I mean, he's already showed us a little bit but um yeah it's just nice to see that that when it comes to discovery uh again i know we're damaged goods guys because any anytime somebody comes in we kind of go like oh they're gonna they're gonna do this they're gonna do this right oh my god it's gonna be something great oh my god oh my god you know and then they we get let down happened with walter happened with ann happened with uh well i i wouldn't even say i don't even throw anything on jason kylar because i think kylar was he knew where everything's going so when the whole streaming thing came about i thought he was actually pretty smart about that maybe he was maybe there's things that he wasn't smart about when it came to all that but what i'm liking is the fact that this is not just somebody coming in this is a ceo of another company that's merging with this company so it's a little bit different okay so i'm a, i'm 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 way more confident than just like, oh yeah, they brought the guy who was at New Line. He's gonna have DC Films. It's Walter. It's fucking Walter. You know, Walter, or you know, Anne. Anne with a plan. You know, they were bringing her in. This is different though, because like I said, it's another company. CEO is like, all right, let's do this. And he's meeting with so many people. He knows. And I, you know, I always get the question of like, does he know what's ha what happened when it came to the Snyderverse and all that? And it's like, yes, he 100% knows that. And it's probably scratching his head going, why the fuck did these guys take this away from him? Why are they doing this? Why is there this demand for like these cuts of these movies? You know, what, what was going on? Like what, 
what were you guys thinking? I'm sure he's that that exactly that's exactly what's happening. He's looking at all the numbers. Okay, he's got people crunching those numbers, giving him the numbers, and he's meeting with all these other people. And he goes, "Hey, you guys lost Christopher Nolan? What? He was he was with you guys for over fucking two decades, and you lost him? Well, I don't care if he was kind of a dick. You still lost him? Jeez." <laughs> Oh, man. You don't ever get rid of King Nolan, man. I mean, what the hell? What demands did he have? What demands did he have? That's what I want to know. Okay, I'm not doing that again. <sighs> I still had that sound effect from, when I, from last week when I was doing the whole King Nolan thing, so... Uh, so, hey, what's going on, strong arm? Strong arm flicks, but uh, yeah, do you think uh, he knows how they tried to bury the Joker? Yes, Zaslav knows everything. He knows all the fuck-ups. That's what he said right there. He was getting to know the history of all this. So he's, he's, he knows the good and the bad. He knows the good and the bad. He knows about the Ray Fisher investigation. He's got to know all of that, okay? This is the CEO. You don't become a CEO of Discovery and not and and then take over another huge conglomerate of a media fucking company without knowing all the little nooks and crannies and all the stupid fuck ups and and all the little secrets. You don't yeah, you don't go into that without knowing all that shit. Come on. He definitely does. He def he knows all of it. He knows all of it. So that's why all this is going to be interesting. All, but again, just a little patience. Yeah. Okay? We got to be patient. Okay? If anything, Snyderverse, I don't know. We, I don't think it. Pro if they plan on doing anything when it comes to big time like Snyderverse stuff, uh, air cut. I'm hoping that air cut. I'm hoping that one of the last things that 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 maybe maybe Toby will just be like, fuck it, release the fucking air cut and the Schumacher cut. And does Zach have another cut that we can release anywhere? Okay, I, I'm losing my job. Can just release everything, every director's cut. Just put it out there. Everything that we got, just put it out there. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm kind of hoping. I'm ho I'm hoping like that they start shitting themselves and just, you know, because that's what people do when they try when they when uh, when they think they're losing their jobs. You know, look at politicians. <laughs> okay, so that's what I'm kind of hoping. We'll see what happens. Sucker punch. There you go. I know. Release the fucking Snyder punch. That's the next one. Do that. Green light. Ben I know. I just wouldn't be surprised. Like on the way, like, I don't want to lose my job. So they're just like, and you get a movie and you get a movie and you get them. You know, they just start doing all that shit. That'd be cool. That's what I'm kind of that's what I'm kind of like wondering about. Is like, is that if that would actually start happening? <sighs> Who knows, though? Who knows? <laughs> that's just kind of wishful thinking. But, you know, I guess we'll see. Time will tell, guys. But we just got to be a little patient. That's all. You know, we could still tweet hashtags and whatnot and still support all this stuff. So, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much. But I just I just like the fact that Zaslav, he's all about let's fucking do this. He wants to hit the ground running. So I think we're going to I think uh, I think they're going to be in good hands. Good hands. Rumor time. Yay. It's not like this is really a rumor. <laughs> Uh, I mean, we kind of already, you know, I think uh, we kind of we kind of knew that this was probably going to happen. 
But uh, yeah, Mr. Uh, Mr. RPK, Mr. Daniel RPK, he, uh, I mean, like I said, when I when when he starts saying stuff, I kind of go, okay. When it comes to scoopers, I'll listen to you most. Seems like you have a better little track record than some of the other ones. Not saying he's batting a thousand, no, but. He, uh, he did, in fact, uh, I mean, somebody actually made this right here. It's pretty interesting. Somebody made this um, little uh, thing right, the little post right here. So um, when it comes to big screen leaks, I don't know. All of a sudden, big screen leaks, they have a check mark. I don't know. I don't know. How do fucking people get check marks? You got me. I'll ask Colbert. Um, yeah, he deserved one because he's an actual writer. Um, be, uh, yeah, big screen leaks. You didn't miss anything. Daniel RPK posted on his Patreon that the Batman is getting a sequel. Freeze is teased for the sequel and Riddler's getting a project. What? The Riddler's getting a project. That'd be interesting. A Riddler, what, miniseries or whatnot? So that's what was floating around when it comes to the rumor mill today. Like I said, take it all with a grain of salt. Who knows? But, I mean, it seems to me, especially with what I just talked about with Zaslav and everything like that, is the fact that Warner is kind of going like, hey, Batman is our biggest IP, so what the fuck does Matt Reeves want? What do you want? Cool. You want an Alfred series? Well, we have another one, but we'll give fucking Andy Serkis one, too. Yeah. You want a series on just the Batmobile? We'll give you that, too. You know, I think it's just they, they they realize that, well, Matt Reeves for the past, like, what, two, three years has been trying to build up a universe. So a Riddler spinoff series, I'm down. If they're going to do Penguin, if they're going to start doing that, they're going to start doing main Rogues Gallery Batman series. I am all for it. I don't care. I'm a Batman fan. The more the merrier. Okay, you don't, they don't have to go crazy with everybody, you know. We don't need Condiment King to have his own fucking series unless it's a spinoff or unless it's something funny, like a Harley Quinn or something like that, I guess. But let him team up with Kite Man. That'll work. No, but um, I'm just saying, like, hey, the more the merry. I'm all about it. Whatever Matt Reeves has been building up this long, I'm all for it. And the fact that Mr. Freeze, Mr. Freeze is going to get brought back in. So that's going to be interesting. How does he approach Mr. Freeze? Because, I mean, the way that he's obviously the, with the, uh, the three villains that we've seen already, he's approaching Penguin pretty damn unique and great. I cannot wait to see that performance from Colin Farrell. And we already know that that's going to win fucking best makeup. That's going to win some kind of award for that, right? It, it has to. Zoe Kravitz, good choice. I like the fact that her cowl is just like a normal like ski mask kind of thing that she cut up and made into like a cat head. And then we have a Riddler that looks like a, just a full-on cold-blooded psycho killer. That's going to be interesting, too. So to even have a spinoff series with him? Huh. It's going to be interesting. Because so, I wonder about these, these series. It's like, all right, so we're going to do something where you sympathize, sympathize, sympathize with these villains, which is always a great thing. Okay? Go watch Batman the Fanimated stream last Saturday that Scott and I did. One of the great things that that show did was you did sympathize with some of those villains. When you saw the origin stories of Two-Face and Clayface, you kind of sympathize with them, even though they're, you know, they're fucked up. You kind of sympathize with them, you know, and that's how you that's I mean, that's that's every good villain story is that you kind of go, all right, I see it. I see it. So 
hey, if we want to get some uh, a Riddler-like origin kind of thing and see what happens with that, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. But I'm kind of I'm wondering how he's going to approach Mr. Freeze. Because Mr. Freeze, well, let's face it, I mean, kind of, I mean, again, going back to Batman the Animated Series, that is probably the best episode. A lot of people always talk about Heart of Ice when it comes to Batman the Animated Series. I won an Emmy, for shit's sake. That, that should be the fucking blueprint for a Mr. Freeze story. But it's going to be interest, interesting how Matt Reeves approaches that. I mean, obviously, when they approached it again and Kupati, everybody, chill. You know, that got a little campy. But so you can go really campy with Mr. Freeze, but you can also go pretty tragic and pretty and uh, pretty heartbreaking. And you could sympathize with uh, Victor Freeze. So there you go. Hey, what's going on, Symfinity? I like the first uh, the first message I saw you write was "ban me, daddy." Interesting. I don't know what's going on in the chat. I never do. You guys just yeah, you guys just get naughty in there. Anyways, so so obviously the green light of the Batman sequel. Duh. Yeah, we we get that. We know that that's gonna that was probably he's probably already got the third one green lit too. Okay. I don't think that there was that was ever a question whether it was going to get greenlit or not. So that's kind of duh. But the the villains, the villain stuff, that's what was intriguing when it came to that. Because I'm trying to think like how a Mr. Freeze could. Are they going to tease Mr. Freeze? Is that because, you know, when it came to those Batman test reactions, the Batman test reactions, some people were like, oh, my God, because they do tease something for the next one. And you kind of wonder, okay, are they going to tease a Mr. Freeze, which that's bold. I would have not have thought of anything like Mr. Freeze being teased. I would have thought some jokerness, maybe like a Mad Hatter or something. But a Mr. Freeze. Interesting. Very interesting. Will not accept Mr. Freeze without ice puns. Well, you have a movie that's full of them. <laughs> uh, and Gotham, I think, had some uh, pretty good uh, Mr. Freeze ice puns, too. So I guess we'll see. guess we'll see. But uh, I'm intrigued. Definitely intrigued. I am 100% all about what Matt Reeves is creating and cannot wait for that trailer for DC Fandom. And then we'll see what happens from there, man. We'll see what happens from there. And hopefully it's all going to be gravy. Gravy. <sighs> what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age! I don't think we'll get lines like that. Sorry. But you never know. All right. Now, Daniel Craig says there shouldn't be a female Bond. That misogynist, jeez, just hates women, doesn't he? Huh? Fucking woman hater. Of course he is. He's James Bond. I can hate women. No, we've been talking about this forever. And of course, they have to ask him, and they're probably going to ask him over and over and over and over again. Oh, man, it's going to get annoying. But of course, they have to ask this question. But he had a good response. He had the response that all of us totally agree on. Totally 100% agree on. We've talked about this, and it's just like, yes, this is exactly what we've all been saying. Daniel Craig addresses whether new James Bond should be a woman. Here's the quote right here, of course. He says, the answer to that is very simple. There should simply be better parts for women and actors of color. Why should a woman play James Bond when there should be a part just as good as James Bond, but for a woman? Yes. What? 
crazy. And then, of course, they talk about Phoebe, and they talk about women being bond and the code name and stuff like that. And she's got, you know, she talks about that. But we've talked about this many times, guys. Even, even when they talk about, you know, a black bond. You know, Idris Elba was always thrown out there. And a lot of, a lot of us kind of went, yeah, you know, that's fine. <laughs> Idris Elba, you know, it's fine. We kind of just collectively kind of went, it's Idris Elba, guys. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> Have you seen the man? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so... But at the same time, I've always, you know, we've all said this too. It's like, you know, stop doing the whole swapping and the, let's do a female reboot or let's reboot and do a race bend and whatever the fuck. It's like, no, just create something new. Can you expand the world as opposed to just using existing characters and then just swapping them out? You know, we've been talking about that forever. And, you know, he's, uh, he's, um, <laughs> my, I'm on meth again. Yeah. Fucking Jesse Pinkman showed up. No, uh, but yeah, we've been talking about that forever. I've always had that opinion. It's like, just create more, just create more, just create more. Um, so, and he had the perfect response, and it's not going to be the last time he gets asked that. I'm surprised. It's almost like people were almost trying to cancel him today, but it's but everybody kind of went, well, he's got a point. He, he, said the, he said the right answer. It's like, yeah, just make some more characters. And it's like, yeah, there's, and there's plenty of more. And it's funny, too, because this goes over to, like, the Indiana Jones thing. That was, like, talked about recently because it's like, <clears throat> if a female takes over Indiana Jones, and I'm just like, we don't need that. We have Laura Croft. We have Laura Croft. Somebody created a character that also finds artifacts and does all that stuff similar there you go you don't need to change you know i if we do that then change it to then reboot fucking tomb raider with larry croft huh yeah that doesn't sound good does it so we have that there's nothing wrong with that so he's absolutely correct create more characters you could create, you know, I mean, the, the, the double O agency has more multiple agents. It's not just James Bond. You know, it's definitely not just James Bond. And that seems to be what they're doing with what's her name. That's going to be in this one. A lot of people were like, what? The? A lot of people didn't know how to take in the news. They're like, oh, she's going to be the new 007. It was like, yeah, she's the new 007. She's not the new James Bond. You know, she just has the code name. There's nothing wrong with having the code name. That's not the actual name. It's. It's all pretty ridiculous, but I don't know. No time to die. Looking forward to it. And uh, he answered that superbly and good for you. It's because this is why he's fucking James Bond. Okay. You know, he didn't like go all blowhardy and try to be like, yes, there very well should be. I think Chris Hemsworth said that. Fucking Thor. Yeah. Good for you, Thor. I think he said, yeah, there should be a James Bond. Oh, fuck off. There should be a, a Jane Bond, whatever the hell. Like, fuck off, man. Come on. You're, you're getting replaced by Natalie Portman. <laughs> no, but at the same time, that's a different character that's becoming Lady Thor. It makes sense. It's not like he's getting, like, replaced. It's a character. It's a different character. God damn, just create more stuff, please. Okay. Last topic, which is a stupid one. Disney Plus Day. Yay! Anybody? Okay. It's not really much. <laughs> It's not really all that much, but uh, Disney Plus is funny because, uh, not that. Disney Plus is funny because, well, I mean, look at their, uh, look at their, um, look at their banner. Celebrate 
Hispanic, Latinx Heritage Month. Stop it with the Latinx. Please. Stop it. Just stop it. Okay? You could have just been Hispanic Heritage. That's all you had to do. That would have just nailed it right there. But no, Latinx. You have to put that. Even though that the Hispanic community does not use that term. That term was created by ultra-white liberals. Okay? If you use Latino, guess who's going to get offended? Ultra-white liberals. Okay? That's what's going to happen, okay? And I know. Some people are like, how could you say something? I'm like, half Hispanic right here. Right there. Maybe that half. I don't know. But stop it. Stop it. Stop it with this whole thing, okay? There was a st- there wasn't even a poll recently. It was like 4%. I'm telling you what. You would never hear my nana say Latinx. And if I said my if I said to her Latinx, she'd be like, "Mijo, what 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 did you what what did you just say?" Yeah, exactly. Stop it. And it's kind of funny too because the term Latinx doesn't really make sense because yeah, they wanted to put the X, you know, in place of the O or the A because, you know, masculine feminine. Oh my god. I'm like, that's the basis of the whole fucking language right there. Do you not understand that? Of course you don't. Because you're trying to get brownie points. Pat yourself on the back. Well, it's not working. I think, I think the Hispanic community is more offended by Latinx than you saying Latino. Jesus. <sighs> yes, exactly. Daniel right there, full Hispanic. Hates it. Yeah, nobody does. Nobody likes it in the community. Stop it. All right. Rant over because I'm tired of seeing that. But yes, there's a Disney day. Mark it on your calendars. November 12th. It's not like anything that's going to be too crazy. At first, when I heard about it, I thought, oh, are they going to start talking about the slate? Nope. It's not really that. It's just basically this right here. So this is what's all arriving exclusively on November 12th. So we got Shang-Chi is going to show up, Jungle Book, Home Sweet Home Alone. See, that's another thing. I'm like, oh, God. Was Spider-Man going to show up? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Home sweet home alone. Ugh, good lord. That's what they're uh, that's what they decided to call it there, folks. The reboot of Home Alone. Home sweet home alone. Ugh. Disney's Olaf presents Disney and Pixar's Chow Alberto. All new short from The Simpsons. Oh god. Uh, the world according to Jeff Goldblum from National Geographic. I heard, yeah, that's season two. I haven't watched season one. Star Wars special look, and then, of course, Marvel special look. So, yeah, they'll show future stuff when it comes to that. So, exclusive Disney Plus Day, November 12th. Yeah. So, I'm not, I don't, I don't know about you, but I don't know if I can watch this Home Sweet Home Alone. I don't know. I love the original two movies so much. Third one wasn't bad either, but my God. Home Sweet Home Alone. Yeah. Starring Tom Holland. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jesus. Pretty crazy, but yeah. So there you go, guys. That's uh, Mark Your Calendars. <laughs> hey, you know, it's whatever. They're doing their thing. They're still, they're still kicking ass. Hopefully, like I said, when it comes go, goes back to the whole uh, Zaslav thing, it's cool. Yep. Yeah, I mean, at least we're going to see what's going to be happening more with Star Wars. Uh, maybe we'll get our first look at Obi-Wan because that's, that's all been shot. So maybe we'll get our first look at Obi-Wan. Uh, I know, like I said, I don't know when Star Wars Visions is coming out. That thing, that's next month, so. But more Star Wars, maybe some Boba Fett stuff, who knows. And then, of course, more Marvel shows, more Marvel content. So we got that, too. You'll get to see some of that after you watch Home Sweet Home Alone. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, 
that title makes me want to vomit. <laughs> ah, naughty Latinx. I'm half Latin XXX. That's right. That's what we'll be talking about in the, uh, in the Patreon or in the uh, members only stream. All right, guys. Before we wrap it up, of course, we'll go into the, uh, the Twitter questions. Appreciate you guys sending those over. <laughs> sniff, sniff. All right, where are we at? Where, where are we at? Right there. All right. Let's see where you guys are saying over here in the Twitter world. Okay. Mr. Eric M. Blake, howdy pilgrim submitted for your approval. Uh, the more I think about it, about Zack Snyder's King Arthur in the Old West idea, the more I love it so much. The obvious parallel for Arthur in the West, a cattle baron king, the knights of the round table elite Gunfighters, yeah. I mean, that he, I'm sure he has a very fantastic idea for it, I'm, and I hope he gets to make it. But again, guys, if he's going to make these other movies, he's not going to have time to do any more Justice League movies. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm just kidding. Um, Kurt Russell, yeah, that would be, that'd be pretty sweet. That'd be pretty sweet. Who else? Uh, got an idea for the next Patreon going to be? Uh, I don't know. Probably, like, I don't know. Didn't we just do do the the other one like a couple weeks ago so probably for probably for like another couple of weeks i think you know not this weekend or the following weekend um so but maybe the weekend after that mr laugh now cry later darren if zach gets to complete his five-story arc as a miniseries imagine if different people got a chance to direct an episode snyder can do some uh maybe affleck ayer fisher yeah clay enos hmm that'd be huge yeah um uh, is Momoa even a direct? Yeah, well, are you talking about with uh, direct an episode? Snyder can do some, yeah. Uh, that'd be interesting if, like, Affleck or Ayer kind of came in. I know, yeah, some of us were talking about that. That'd be pretty sweet. But, um, yeah, just have all all them, like, direct an episode. Clay Enos have his directorial debut. Has Clay Enos ever directed anything short or anything? be interesting. Ah, Mr. Chris Dawson, is there a rock album with a tastier open three tracks than 10 by Pearl Jam? Hmm. Her, her, her. That was my Eddie Vedder. Um, I don't know. I mean, when it came to the whole grunge movement that happened, I mean, I, I never, I didn't, I mean, I liked Pearl Jam, but never got into them. So I was a Nirvana guy. And I will say that the, uh, the first uh, opening three tracks on Nevermind were pretty tasty. Smells Like Teen Spirit, In Bloom, and Come As You Are. Come on. Those were all three hits. So I'm just going to I'm gonna have to go with that. Not saying that Pearl Jam's 10 is, you know, not iconic, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Pretty, you know, three tasty tracks right there. John Murdoch Wayne, what... What one has to remember is that when Discovery take control, they aren't just going to announce the air cut or the Snyderverse being restored. If they do, and we hope they do, it will take months of negotiations before anything is said publicly. We need to calm and yeah, we need to be calm and have faith. Exactly. Faith, Alfred. Faith. Not going to happen in an instant. Not going to happen in an instant. Definitely. But yeah, stuff could be already in the works right now. Who knows? But I haven't heard anything. Joseph. Let's say Zach approves and has creative involvement. Who would you want to direct a man of tomorrow? Brad Bird. Do Brad Bird. Why not? Credibles. Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol. Do Brad Bird. 
Didn't he also do Tomorrowland? I actually thought Tomorrowland was pretty decent. They just didn't stick the landing on that one. I thought it started off well, though. He did, he did right? Or am I thinking of somebody else? Yeah, that's Brad Bird, I think. I mean, yeah, Macquarie was one, but I don't think, I think Macquarie would be out. I mean, I would like uh, Macquarie, too. Not Denny. Don't do Denny. Not Denny. I don't think, De I think Denny would fit, like, more of, like, a question or something like that, or Batman Beyond, I thought. Q, uh-oh, Q. If you put your pants on inside out, does that mean the whole world is wearing your pants except you? I always love the riddles. That is true. Pants inside out. And then there was always that thing. It's like, oh, man, there was like another thing that has to do with pants and shirts. I can't remember. Am I tucking in my shirt in my pants or am I tucking my pants into my shirt? Yeah, because <laughs> that was like the other thing. That, if you want to add to that, it's like, am I tucking in my, my shirt in my pants or if I have it out, am I tucking my pants in my shirt? Dun, dun, dun. There you go. Your move, sir. Ryan, are you eager to see Ryan Gosling and Lee Wannell's take on the Wolfman? That's right. There was supposed to be that. Will he be uh, a quadrupled or quadruped uh, monster? I don't know. That's right. They were supposed to do something like that, right? Wasn't Lee Wannell going to take like take on like a lot of the uh, a lot of that stuff? I wouldn't mind seeing his take on it. I like Lee Wannell. I think he. Uh, I think if anybody can do a fresh idea. I mean, he did great with The Invisible Man. C.K. Cooper Knox, happy ninth anniversary to Dread, a comic book movie that is so extremely underrated that it should be a crime for it to be labeled as so. Mama's not the law. I am the law. I almost said it like Stallone. But yeah, I love this movie. It's one of those movies you can just put on and you just enjoy. It's so fucking good. It's so good. Uh, Mr. Del Futuro. Uh, Futuro, uh, do you think Warner is desperate to show how successful its new Batman is? A little bit, but I think uh, I, I'm confident in Matt Reeves. That's all I have to. Uh, that's all I have to say about that. Matt Kempf, has Zach said anything recently about more widespread Zack Snyder Justice League IMAX screenings in color or Justice League gray version? He has not. I don't know if that's actually going to happen. Doesn't sound like it's going to happen. Sadly, I mean SnyderCon. That's probably where it's going to happen. What day is it? Do you remember? The 21st of September. That's right. Da, 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 da. Hi, yeah. I don't know words, but yeah. <laughs> uh, Jonathan. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. This is pretty cool. He had that mo uh, the motion capture with the McFarlane. So he said, hey, Dave, glad you enjoyed the Batman vs. Uh, Deathstroke short. Got something in the works on my YouTube channel at uh, Vanimation. Okay, so that's, duh, Vanimation right there. I saw you in the uh, the chat there, Van. Jonovan, Jonovan, Jonovan. Am I saying your name right? Uh, stop motion. So here you go, guys. Here's some more of this. It's pretty cool stuff right here. Uh-oh. Gonna get a copyright on that music, though. I gotta turn it down a little bit. Yeah. Still looks cool, though. I don't want to get a full-on copyright. Let's see. Oh, that's pretty cool. So you got the flash music. Uh-huh. That's cool. He's got the shield. 
I need that black suit, Superman, though. Very nice. God damn, dude, this is pretty damn cool. You even got, uh, you even have, uh, what's his name? Stewart's. You have Stuart Green Lantern, right? I, I need to get that McFarlane. Good job, man. So head over to, uh, head over to him, man. Vanimation Films. Head over that. I'm going to give you a little retweet right there, sir. Really good stuff. Really good stuff. Ah, how long, how long does that, how long, how long does those things really usually take? It's got to take you a little bit, huh? I've always wanted to kind of dive into the whole mocap thing. That was pretty awesome. Robot Chickens Justice League. There you go. <laughs> yeah, no, I like it. I mean, that's what it kind of reminds you of a little bit right there, right? Um, yeah, right. Yeah. So good job. Good job, Jonovan. Jo Jonovan, <laughs> if I'm saying your name right, head over to uh, his channel right there. Click on his name and uh, give some support to him. Good stuff, man. Always like that kind of content that's unique especially in the fandom brad bird nice yes all right guys i'm gonna go ahead and wrap this up shit uh i'm gonna go ahead and wrap this up and uh appreciate you guys clicking in as per usual make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave subscribe to the channel and uh if you want to join be part of the members stuff like i said i'm going to do a post show members only stream after this so if you want to take part of that do so and then of course there's the patreon right right above there if you want to support that as well. And then, of course, got the, uh, got the merchandise down below if you want to get some, uh, some merchandise, some shirts and stuff. Like this shirt right here, the Keaton shirt with the 89 logo. you got to love the 89 logo. I love it. It's one of my favorite Batman logos, of course. Anyways, guys, all right. Love you, and uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.